a bushels of fun Now the jingle hop has begun Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. We love to start early. We love to celebrate as much as we can. The reason for the season is quintessential to this radio broadcast year-round, 24-7. It is about God, family, and country, protecting life, liberty, and property. This is the broadcast for December 21st in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two. And, man, have we got so much stuff it's not even funny to talk about, folks. It is crazy town. Uh, let's just get started right away with Eldon Stahl, well-known on Liberty Roundtable Live. Dear friend, wish you and your family a Merry Christmas. Eldon Stahl is the field coordinator for the John Birch Society, jbs.org, thenewamerican.com to learn more about their incredible magazine and more. Eldon, Merry Christmas and welcome, sir. Merry Christmas to you, Sam, and your family. Thank you so much. Great to be on. All right. Uh, the headline says this, Biden against Trump. Uh, Biden says Trump did support an insurrection. Uh, but president says he'll let courts decide if the 14th Amendment applies. Now, I got a problem with all this, uh, Eldon, because um, first uh -huh. off, the president doesn't let the court do things. That, that's not the way it works in America. Okay, the court has their authority, their responsibility. I get it. But Biden has no business uh, suggesting he'll let them do anything, first of all. Second thing is that, you know what? Um, the fact is, there are no evidence of insurrection. There has been no charges leveled against Trump for insurrection. You've got a court that says, right. hey, um, he supported an insurrection. That doesn't mean he's an insurrectionist. I don't know what a supported one versus, you know, is one or did one or became one or whatever. But there was no arms at this event. There was no insurrection at all, much less Trump tied to it, much less charges even filed. Um, furthermore, we've never had even any conviction of any kind. But yet we're, we're going to literally have the president of the United States say, yep, it's evident that he committed an insurrection. There's no yeah. evidence whatsoever. In fact, there's proof to the contrary, the fact that they haven't even filed any charges. Eldon, am I That's crazy? Right. No, no. Uh, and this is actually, they're arguing that he's ineligible to be president. So as we know in the Constitution, you should know that you have to be at least 35 years old to serve as president. Uh, so imagine if the news media one day just decided, you know, I don't think Trump is 35 years old today. I don't think he's 35 years old yet. And, there, you know, nobody presented any evidence that he was uh already 35 years old or this wasn't heard in a in a uh, in a court and some court just decided you know what i think he's not 35 years old yet and he shouldn't be on the ballot and that's it it's 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 just as crazy as if something like that were to happen um they're they're just saying well we don't think he could become president so he's not on the ballot and my response is there's two issues here. The first question is, um, does the 14th Amendment, you know, third clause or whatever you want to say, does it apply here at all? Because we can debate if there was an insurrection or not. 
Secondarily, then, uh, the next question is, does it apply to the president as an um, officer of these United States? Um, There's a lot of debates here. I don't really like the one that, oh, the president isn't really an officer. I don't agree with that. He's the commander-in-chief of the United States. We can play games with the words of commander-in-chief versus officer if we want to. But in the general intent of the founders, in my view, was if you work for the government, look, you know what? You can't commit an insurrection. But they didn't define insurrection in the Constitution. The 14th Amendment came along after the fact. It was not intended for this, what it's being used for at all. Uh, it was reconstruction mm-hmm. after the Civil War, as you know. They kind of brought a lot right. of this in place in the first place, uh, which really gave the federal government way too much authority over the states, wrongfully so or illegally so, I would say. It disrupted the balance of power without a doubt, uh, the Civil War did, giving the states a whole lot less authority and the federal government a whole lot more bully power, not by fact, but by, uh, by um, I don't know what you want to say, court case law, uh, the long lessons of learning, they'll beat you into submission, whatever words you want to use for this. I get around to to saying this in a long way. I don't think that the debate is whether it applies to the president or not. I think it does. This is just my opinion to which I'm entitled, and I'm as close to a constitutional scholar as you can get. All right. But I would say this. Um, There was no insurrection. So whether it applies to the president or not at this stage of the game is irrelevant. The fact is there was not an insurrection. Now, were there people who committed acts of abuse against their country and wrongful acts of criminal activity that they should be prosecuted for? Absolutely. Some of them have publicly admitted what they've done. But that's not an insurrection against the United States of America. As far as I understand, Donald got on a plane and peacefully left. As far as I understand, when they had the inauguration of Joe Biden, there was no meltdown. You could say, well, wait, they were they came and they were challenging the election or asking for Congress to look into the election. That's different. There was no hesitation for the transfer of power on January the 20th. They're mixing up all kinds of terms and circumstances to even get here. If you understand it, you say, wait a minute, the people asking Congress to look into elections has nothing to do with the peaceful transfer of power between Donald uh, and Joe. And that did happen peacefully. There was no insurrection of any kind. And yes, there were some bad actors on January 6th, no question. How many of them worked for the government, committed insurrection is a question. But there's not even charges against Donald of insurrection, much less a conviction. So how are we going to use this as a quintessential discussion? Uh, to me, it's laughable that it goes to the Supreme Court. They're going to shoot it down. And if they don't, heaven help us all, Eldon. Well, yeah, it, <laughs> it's it's just laughable, really, The they say that he incited an insurrection. Well, there is a problem there. If there was no insurrection, then how did he incite an insurrection if the insurrection didn't actually happen? Um, that's that's kind of a strange <laughs> well, a stretch. Well, and, and to it? incite one is not the same as to commit one. Commit one. What does to incite mean? To just stir people up? Just stir people up and say, hey, go go uh, tr- overthrow the government. And there's, okay, of course... No one said to go overthrow the government, see? Right, All they said was right. peacefully go to the Capitol and ask your congressmen and senators to look into this stuff that we think is election concerning. Yeah. Now, is that an yeah, insurrection incitement? Well, happened, I don't so. even see how that's close. It's not even no, close. It's not. You say, well, the president no. should have sent an edict to, for everybody to go home sooner. Maybe, maybe not. 
he asked for um, all kinds of other people uh, to be there in terms of law enforcement and got shut down by the Speaker of the House and other people that control the Capitol. The president isn't a dictator. He can't do everything. They circumvented every recommendation he made to keep the peace that day. Yeah, and of course, all of this uh, distracts from uh, we're finding out little by little that there were uh, FBI informants or FBI assets or FBI agents stirring people up dressed as Trump supporters in this crowd. So does that, it wouldn't that be more like uh, storing up a, at least a riot or disturbance or insurrection, if you want to use the term, than Trump saying, now go down to the Capitol and let them know peacefully what do you think? See, I'm not accepting the insurrection term because, um, you know what, it was unarmed yeah, for the most part. Insurrection doesn't. Uh, if you look up and, the term and when insurrection, you look at the thousands or millions of people that were even there, um, there was only a few that even got out of line. What percent of all the people that were there on that day even went to the Capitol, number one? Number two, went inside the Capitol. Number three, committed any acts of violence or destruction or anything that could be even considered that. But to destroy a, a private property or government property is not even an insurrection either. So Ashley Babbitt got, you know, you know, eventually tried to climb through the window. Um, supposedly she was getting smashed in the crowd or whatever. And uh, Okay, so I don't know if somebody broke a window and then she climbed through it. I don't know if the window was just open. Uh, all I know is, you know, even if you destroy private property, though, you can't call that an insurrection. An insurrection is an attempt to overthrow the government. There was no attempt of that of any kind. No one tried to stay in the yeah. Capitol. The Capitol was literally cleared out in less than two hours. Most people were there only 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes, whatever. Um, even the people that went inside. There was no takeover or attempt of takeover of any kind whatsoever. You know, if you were trying to overthrow the government, would you do it unarmed? Would you do it by taking selfies? Would you do it by walking in single file line and and waving at the security guards in the Capitol? Would you do it by uh, discussing with the cops? Hey, it's all right if I'm in here, right? And, and, you know, we have all kinds of interactions where the cops literally led people on a tour for this kind of a thing. Sure. For the most part. People thought they were on a tour. My friend, how can that possibly be considered an insurrection? I mean, I I went to the Capitol when I was younger, and uh, we did the same thing, and nobody said, "Well, did you get arrested you like Joe Biden did when he went there." Overthrow when the Joe government. Biden went there, he got arrested. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, just <laughs> you know that, right? Joe got is... arrested years ago when he went there. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, now you uh, never got arrested, hmm. did you? Never got arrested. Nope. They. Well, uh, I said I had too much film in my pocket when you went through the scanner thing, you know, it'd pick up everything. But that was a while back. Ladies and gentlemen, look, they gave him a tour on January the 6th, and now we're saying Donald's an insurrectionist over it, even though he's never been charged? Folks, we have lost our minds. There are There is the rule of law in America for a reason. Liberty Roundtable Live continues in seconds with Eldon Stahl, Sam Bushman on your radio. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. 
Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. In Message 1, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8.44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13.2 The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present-day, end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. It is a Merry Christmas to all of you, and I'm sorry we're discussing Christmas and some of these hardcore political issues at the same time, but you know what? We've got to. The morality of our country, the religiosity of our country depends on it, ladies and gentlemen. We, the people, must become a moral and a religious people. Once again, we celebrate Christmas literally 24-7 on this broadcast. We follow the Prince of Peace. Uh, and I know it's a tough time to discuss these issues, but listen, I've got Eldon Stahl with me. And now we've got Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan of RustCoinandGift.com. We'll get into the Honest Money Report in a second. But let's start with you, Brian. Um, Biden says, yes, Trump did support an insurrection. Uh, but he says the president will let the courts decide about whether, um, you know, he should be on the ballot or not. And I, I don't understand when we say the president will let co- uh, the courts decide. The president doesn't decide what the courts decide here. There's separations of power here. Uh, everybody doesn't work for the dictator, and he says, I'm going to let this one go this time. You can decide this one. That's not how it works. Um, basically, John Pierce, well-known advocate for J6ers, etc. J6er, you know, they gave them a tour. Most of these people, nobody committed an insurrection. There was a couple of people that did some wrong acts and uh, tried to attack cops and, and, and rioted. There were a few people, but... When you look at the number of people that went to Washington that day, the number of people that actually went to the Capitol, the number of the people that actually went into the Capitol, and then anybody who even did any harm, none of it can be close to an insurrection. Donald has been charged with nothing related to this, but yet he's guilty because the president says so? 
the president doesn't understand the law at all, or he shouldn't be saying that. What Joe Biden should be saying about Donald Trump is this man is innocent until proven guilty, and I don't see a single insurrection charge even filed, much less convicted. Uh, Brian, am I crazy? <laughs> no, uh, you're not crazy, Sam. And it's it's uh, there again. We're we're watching this circus uh, uh, go on, and and uh, Trump is a threat. And so, if he's a threat in any way possible, they've got to get rid of Trump. And so, whatever it's going to be, regardless if it's right, regardless if they have the power to do so or the authority to do so, it doesn't matter. They don't care. And we've seen that over you know, a period of time over and over and again. They don't care if it's right it, or, or if it's wrong. They don't care. And if it's it's legal or not legal, they don't care. And so there you have it. You want to respond to this one, Kelly? I look at this, and I, I don't even understand it, man. They're saying, look, uh, the president of the United States says, yep, it's evident. You know, Hunt, um, uh, Donald Trump did commit an insurrection. There's not even charges filed that he did such a thing. Zero. How can the president well, make and, such and, a statement like that? And no one that's been arrested has been arrested for insurrection. So how can you have an insurrection if you don't have any guilty parties? So it's just, uh, yeah, it's just a, but it's amazing to me, even quote unquote conservative news agencies have people thinking, yeah, it's about time that they did something with Trump to get them off the ballot like that. And so the people are, are willing to go along with this crap. And it's just, uh, wait till they come for you. But uh, uh, this will be so They're just trying to, they're afraid of, of the orange man because they're trying to do anything they can to come about. And it really doesn't matter, Colorado. Colorado's not going to go for, for uh, anybody. So, you know, but I mean, the precedent's bad. But it's not going to it's going to not going to matter in the long run. Um, I don't even know how really to respond to this, Eldon. Do you want to kind of finish up on this? I look at this kind of thing and I just think, well, man, we have gone, we have completely gone, absolutely off our rock on this thing. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. This is a, really a complete uh, abandonment of the rule of law. It's it's uh, it's really about an oligarchy taking over and saying, you know what, we're going to decide for you. We don't care what the evidence is. You don't get a chance to present evidence at all. Uh, we're just going to tell you what you know what you're supposed to accept as reality, and uh, that's that's a very dangerous territory to be in. Uh, set aside the issue of Donald Trump or what have you. Uh, there's so many precedents that are, are trying to be set by this. Um, I don't think it's going to stand. Now, it's true that Colorado probably will not vote for Trump statewide. However, uh, it, it does become an issue of the, the judges in a state deciding who a political party can nominate as well. So there is some issue there as well. All right, uh, Brian, let's uh, look at money here. Brian Rust, RustQuinnGift.com. Where is gold sitting, sir? Uh, we're at $2,048.10. Um, it used to be at 2306 It's gone down big time, huh? 
No, it was so it was uh, 2036 last oh. week. Oh, and, and we're now what 2048. Okay, so it's actually gone up a couple of bucks, huh? Yeah, gone up a little bit. Is it dot zero zero? Uh, point one oh. Two zero four eight zero. Got it. Then you twenty forty eight. Then all right, silver. Silver's uh, twenty four forty. So we're. And up I about guess that's up a teeny bit, right? Thirty, yeah, thirty three cents or so up on that. All right, Kelly, are you surprised that it's that little change before Christmas? Uh, no, I think everybody's just kind of right at the end of the year. Everybody's busy doing other things, so it's just, just the tension's not there. You know, next year's going to be big. Uh, someone I saw, he predicted that gold in 2024 will finish where in the middle there might be a drop, which is an opportunity, but in the long run, gold's the only thing that's going to really save. Well, I'll tell you what I have to say about this. To me, um, you would think people for Christmas would take possession of their medals, Brian, and if they did, it would create a calamity in about two seconds. You're getting that for Christmas, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting that black rock. Uh, Oh, yeah. I kind of find that funny. Actually, I've got a client that has, uh, he paints silver black. He just leaves it out, door stops, things like that. So it's so the black rock could could be still silver <laughs> or gold. <laughs> I just look at that thing though, and I just go, "What the heck is happening?" Uh, but I look at it; and it's surprising to me that it hasn't really got um, a whole lot worse. And while we're all distracted with things, let's throw out a couple of things that I think you guys might find interesting that relates to the economy. First off, an artificial intelligence system. So AI cannot be registered as the inventor of a patent Britain's Supreme Court ruled. So AI can't hold or own uh, or create patents, if you will, says the British courts. Kelly? Yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, how can an entity that doesn't really exist as a person, no one in and fly for a patent or a copyright. So, um, I know companies would love to that, but uh, yeah, it's got to be an individual with stuff. So, but that's good that they've actually done that. Yeah, what do you, what do you think of that, Eldon? AI cannot own patents according to the British courts. <laughs> well, uh, it seems like a strange world we live in. Uh, we have to have rulings on whether AI can hold a patent. Yeah. See, we can't, we can't decide if a baby is a person and at what stage and what details. But now we're going to decide AI is not a person for sure, and therefore it can't. But what what's going to happen when somebody else or something else in the world says, no, AI is as much of a person as anybody else? Um, it may not live and breathe, and but it's a person because it has its own brain. Uh, when are we going to cross that Rubicon, do you think, Brian? Well, uh, when AI tells us to, really, isn't that the key? Isn't AI kind of creating its own? <laughs> it's it's creating its, you know, just you know, just figuring it out it's, as it goes, and it'll create its own patents if it wants. I guess I, I, it's it's a crazy, absolutely crazy world. I mean, 
yeah, we don't know if a baby's a baby or a female's a female or maybe it's a, a man's a man. We don't know if the president's the president. We don't know if he's an insurrectionist. We don't know if AI can hold patents. We don't know if AI is real. We don't, I mean, it's a, but yet, you know, we feel like we got the world all worked out, don't we, people? That's right. Biden's going to say, yes, we know Trump did commit. Well, he didn't really commit. He supported an insurrection, see? Um, How do you define supported an insurrection? Because, I mean, you're promoting gold and silver, Brian. Right. I, don't we I use support. the dollar? <laughs> well, it's, uh, I don't know. I, ask Russia and China. They're about 95% of their trade now is between them, the yuan and the ru- ruble. So, <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, yeah. it, it looks to me well, that they're the insurrectionists. If the Constitution calls yeah. for the honest money that you're calling for and that you use every day and promote every day, and they've got us on this fake fiat currency system that betrays the supreme law of the land, isn't that an insurrection to uphold that? Kelly? Well, people, if they get away with that by, you know, the Fed is a, a, a private organization, private company, and we just accept the stuff that they print as being, quote unquote, money. So they, they get around that by saying, well, it's a private corporation, everybody just accepts that as money. That's not as much. I mean, I, you know, barter with a dozen eggs or whatever, and that's all you're doing is you're bartering for the. Yeah, we'll take a quick break on your radio. Originated from outside the U.S., the update comes in an FBI note sent out to national Jewish organizations in the wake of the threats this week. The Anti-Defamation League says more than 400 U.S. Jewish facilities have received false bomb threats by email since Saturday. The FBI said there appeared to be a connection between perpetrators of the emails because many of them use the same language. The government in Iceland says in a statement it does not believe this week's volcano will present a threat to life. Authorities say lava flowing from the volcano south of Reykjavik appears to be moving away from a nearby town. Another town had to be evacuated weeks ago because of seismic activity and reported earthquakes. So far, authorities say the volcano is not causing major flight disruptions in Iceland. Slim Jim wants his car back, the distinctive yellow and orange Nissan Z named Fast Meat, which serves as a promotional vehicle for the brand, was reported missing Saturday. The car was part of the Chicago to Los Angeles tour in collaboration with the WWE. Los Angeles Police Department's urging individuals with any information to contact the department or visit crimestoppers.org online. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness these burgers are crafted for a juicier more tender experience making your mouth water with every single bite don't wait go to omahasteaks.com use promo code treat at checkout and get 20 dollars off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession minimum order may be required it came upon the midnight clear 
To all of you from the Liberty Roundtable live team on the radio, Eldon Stahl with me, thenewamerican.com, field coordinator for the John Birch Society. That's Eldon Stahl. I've also got Brian Rust with me. He is the owner of an incredible, honest coin dealer, RustCoinandGift.com. Uh, Kelly Finnegan with us as well. He's a chemist, uh, and he's also a gold and silver um, educator. Um user oh, wait oh he's like a gold and silver user this guy oh wow um <laughs> yeah. this guy really has invested for a long time and has a lot of experience helping uh, brian and crew forever about this um there's an interesting twist that i want to ask you guys about really quick looks like new york attorney general leticia james sues sirius xm for making it difficult for people to cancel paid subscriptions and stop their service. So I guess companies, and, and, and the biggest offender right now is Sirius XM Radio, you can't cancel. you got to get online, and it takes you a long time. You don't know where to go. You can't figure it out. You, uh, you call them. They put you on hold. They send you to somebody that tries to talk you out of canceling. And to the point where now uh, the New York's AG has said this is so horrible, so egregious, so problematic. Um, that we're simply just going to sue you over this. This has got to stop and change. And I see this um, permeating. All big companies have become hostile like this. They use their contracts. The EULAs is what they're called against people. Uh, you don't know really what you're agreeing to. You can't get out of it. You can't stop it. You can't. Um, and a lot of these companies are making so much money on this. It's a cultural problem Problem, uh, big time, Brian. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's, it seems like you get in these contracts and then they re-up themselves. You don't talk to anybody anymore about, okay, we're going to re-up your contract or go through it and and you're because it, it's coming due. It just automatically re-ups. And when you say, well, I didn't have a contract, it ended here. Oh, no, it's by, yeah, it was in this small print. It just re-upped itself. What? And so, <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've, I've fallen into that a few times with various contracts. And so it's, yeah, you got to be aware of what's going on, but it's it's terrible. Maybe we should turn to AI and ask them the question or see if they can. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, but yeah. Anyway, point well taken, Kelly. What do you, what do you say about this? I kind of find this interesting. This is a hardcore extreme Democrat, which I agree with for the most part. Uh, you know, I don't agree with anything that that she says or does. I think a nutcase personally. That's my opinion to which I'm entitled. But in this case though, I kinda think, you know what, there is something to this across the board. Companies make it very easy to sign up and very difficult uh, if you don't want to play ball with them anymore. It is, but there's an easy way to get out of a contract and that's the report that said it starts stolen or lost. And then when they try to uh, rebuild the card it won't go through because that card has been discontinued and money talks. So if you, if you really want to get out of touch, just, just call your bank and say, hey, I lost her. I need you to cancel that. And I'll call everything back up again. Yeah. A lot of the problem, though, is a lot of these companies now will they just send negative credit reports to your credit and trash your credit over it. And you can't stop them. And it's hard to get your, your, your uh, credit card file fixed. Yeah, either that or you can try to add a comment to the credit card agencies saying, oh, this is why. Um, 
but either way, it, it downstream causes problems, Eldon. Yeah, it does. It uh, kind of reminds me of um, we saw the Wonka movie the other night, and there's a scene in there where he um, doesn't read the fine print. <laughs> and then he's stuck in indentured servitude trying to get out. That's kind of a um, – but it, it seems like, uh, boy, trying to cancel, say, Amazon Prime or something, boy, that's that's a – kind of a challenge to find out where where to do that and how to do that. Yeah. And then they I've say, been trying Are you to sure cancel you my contract with the IRS for years, Brian, and I can't seem to get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, maybe they're the ones that started it. You know, We'll get them in there. Well, they're going to be paying their taxes, and they're never getting out. Yeah, because they used to give you a Social Security number when you got old enough to work. You know, when you're, I remember when I was a kid, I was probably 14 or 15. And they're like, my parents are like, we have to get you a social security number if you're going to make money. And uh, I'm like, why? And it, it, oh, this is just the way it works. You got to pay taxes. You got it, you know, but that, I, I remember getting my social security number. Nowadays, they literally give people their SSNs like right when they're born. Yeah, why they would need it. Why they would need it for the first 15, 20 years of their life when they're not working, I don't know. Seems to me like an open-door hacking opportunity uh, in the making uh, and problematic for the citizen. By the time they get 15, it's like, hey, my Social Security number's already been used and abused and um, degraded. It's already got a scarlet letter on it, and not, I haven't even been able, old <laughs> enough to take advantage of it at this point. I, I don't know. It just, it just well, seems the, like we've lost our way. companies demand it is the thing. It, just to get health insurance for your child, they say, well, did they have a Social Security yeah, number? Yeah, they said it was not supposed to be used for identification when the uh, well, Social Security exactly. numbers came out. Right, I, right. right. It's, <laughs> it's kind of um, things creep along, but, but yeah. It's yeah, it's kind of like they gave him a tour, but it is the, uh, in, it's an insurrection. Hey, this is not to be used for right. identification purposes, but I guess it is, right? Bingo. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. as, lo as long as they, I can't hold patents, I think we're going to be all right, at least for now but oh, if you man. have an xm contract folks you might be able to get out of it easier if you get a hold of leticia your sister up there in new york will help you out go ahead and do it now here's another oh, yeah. interesting story that i thought you guys might like uh, relating to economics headline <laughs> says this an increasing number of americans are turning to quote buy now pay later npl services is what they're called um, as they continue to drain their savings and charge their credit cards, um, as well as interest rates going up, it's creating a confluence of trouble for the average citizen. And people are just trying to, uh, I guess it's called BNPL, buy now, pay later, um, is what is the term. Um, but anyway, everybody's moving to this because what they don't want to do is have a bad Christmas but the economy sucks and everybody's being brought to the brink slowly but surely. It's like a slow motion financial crisis uh, in the making as we pretend it's not happening, Brian. Well, they're just getting in line uh, like everybody else. I mean, I read California defaults on $20 billion federal loan. Okay, well, if they can do it, I can buy this today and that today and this today. I'll just default. I don't care. I'll, I'm bankrupt. I'll go into the next time. I mean, it's we've created a society of not no accountability. So if there's credit card debt, there's auto debt, there's student loan debt, we just, they're just waiting in line for the government to say, okay, we're going to waive your your loans. It'll be okay. That's I think everyone's in loan for that. You know, there's so <clears throat> yeah, bankrupt. That's kind of where our country is, bankrupt. 
And as far as I understand, it happened April 11, 2023, when California defaulted on this. So most people don't even know that it happened, but it happened over six months ago, Brian. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, you're just following your, your government. If, if they can do it, if, if, I, if my state can default, can I default? I don't, who, I, I don't have to pay it back. This is kind I don't of like even know how to respond to this, really. Yeah, Kelly, what do you it's, what do you say to this, well, Kelly? I don't, I don't understand this. This reminds me of of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know, with Veruca Salt, you know, that Daddy, I want now, and that's the problem. They want it now. They don't want to save up, you know. They used to have a a, a home loan or you know a car loan. You used to save up the money and then you go buy the stuff. But we've gotten into the thing where I can just finance it, you know, and now it's like you can't even afford to finance it, but, you know, buy it now and pay it later, which is the same thing. It's just they're charging a lot higher interest rates. So I think it's an attitude that people have of of wanting everything now. You know, they don't want everything that their parents had that took them years and years to get. So I think that's a problem. I don't know how to really respond to this. How do you, uh, in April, uh, default on this debt? California seems to be like not even paying any consequences, right? Hunter doesn't have to pay. Uh, Joe's daughter doesn't have to pay. California doesn't have to pay, but you do, Brian. (laughs) That's right. That's because I got a Social Security number. So they they can get me. Oh, man. I just... I don't know how to respond to this thing, though. I didn't even really know this until you just brought this up right now, that California defaulted on $18.5 billion in debt literally over six months ago to the yeah. federal government. Well, but California passed the law during the cancel crisis that if you're watering your house, you can just walk away from it, and it won't affect your credit. So come and listen to the people. Hey. And so there's this whole idea that, hey, you know what? Uh, it didn't work out. I'm just going to walk away from it. No harm, no foul. And we'll let whoever's going to take over. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's go ahead and skip this break. Eldon, what do you say to this thing? $18.5 billion, And I guarantee you didn't know about it either, did you? Uh, no. No, I, I hadn't heard of that, that it actually happened, but... Um, you know, this could actually be a blessing in disguise. Uh, if you look at what happened in Argentina, finally, after 100 years of socialism, they said it's finally bad enough that we're going to do something different. And maybe that's what it's going to take in California. Things get bad enough, they default like Argentina did many times, and things just fall apart, and people finally say, you know what? Maybe this socialism thing isn't what it's all cracked up to be, and they turn around. Some, at some point, things have to get so bad that you're sick and tired of get, of being sick and tired, like Dave Ramsey would say, right? Just uh, you, you don't wish that on somebody, but sometimes that's what needs to happen. Um, I guess... Uh, the problem is that businesses are on the hook over this thing too, Brian, in some weird way. Uh, if a state defaults on debt, they say the businesses are on the hook. Yeah, well, that's the issue. I mean, 
realistically, it's 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 widespread. I mean, it's not just California. There's other you know countries or other states that are you know in dire situations as well. California being yeah, they're saying basically 68 billion deficit in California is realistically. Uh, they're telling agencies, you know, you can't replace your broken printers or your office supplies or all this is because of there's no there's no funding for that anymore. Uh, so it's yeah, it's just it's it's reckless reckless in, in what they've accomplished and and uh, hopefully you know we're all not kind of the ripple effect, but. I mean, realistically, it goes to the top. I mean, we we don't have the money to take care of all these other countries, and yet we're sending. You know, they got it. They don't want to stop the border. They don't want to have any kind of uh, responsibility there. But they they are so upset that we can't send more money over to Ukraine or you know over <clears throat> to the Middle East, uh, and 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 yet we just recklessly spend. So so it, it's 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 really a, a bad example of where we're at. Brian? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Brian. Are you guys I, – I, did you hear my expl- explanation or <laughs> did you lose me? <clears throat> Hello? Go ahead, and, go ahead, Brian, and just repeat that really quick, and then Eldon, I want you to respond if you can. So basically, I'm just saying, you know, it's 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 we we see California. Realistically, they say that's about a 68 billion dollar deficit, and uh, but but it, it it's reflective of our country in whole because we're we're spending money, we're sending money over to this war, and we continue to send money over to the to the war instead of really help our own country accomplish the goals we need to accomplish. And so we, you know, we can't stop our border, but we they, they're pushing wholeheartedly to to keep sending money over to the this war we should pay for everything seems like bad example at the top yeah this is just <laughs> this is one more example of uh you know things actually do have consequences uh but uh they eventually the chickens come home to roost don't, don't they uh that's kind of the law of, of um economic consequences economic um economics finally catch up with you yeah so here's the here's the interesting thing that i want to kind of mention about this and i'm and I'm sorry for a little of the confusion on the radio i think there's been a little bit of a breaking up and uh, but california defaults on this big debt and what the headline is interesting is this happened like six months ago okay and the businesses are on the hook for this is what's interesting for people to know and there's not much news about that and everybody tried to kind of let it get buried. But now in the last couple of days, and this is why Brian's bringing it up, just to kind of bring the whole story around full circle of, well, then why are you guys just bringing this up now? Because, listen, headline says, Gavin Newsom, California drowns in $68 billion deficit, defaults on federal government loan of $20 billion. Uh, This is just five days ago. It's been revealed that California is melting down like this. This is interesting how they try to nuance this news to to try to minimize its impact economically, Brian. Yeah, you know they're they're spending billions for funding what they say high speed rail and expanding their medic medical, 
and then you know all these immigrants um so they're losing billions in tax revenue from people you know leaving the state because they're fed up with the the way they're running the government so people don't want to stay there and uh that's just reckless it's it's so reckless but it's an example coming from the top i mean our 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 government at the very top is reckless that's the issue so why so these states well hey if they can do it at the federal level why can't we do it seems like well, you think about this. It's an old story that they kind of tried to bury it first, but now they're not going to get away with burying it because of the deficit on top of the default. Um, they're, they're running a deficit in uh, in addition to the default, um, not even counting the default, Kelly. Well, and I just read that San Francisco is down to office of and get every, you know, black five million dollars. And the half pay, they were going to get ninety-seven thousand They said, "Do you think that was a little too too crazy?" And and the lady said, "Oh no, no, no! It's just we just have a funding thing right now. It, it'll, it'll be back how it came more." And it's this lack of reality just bounces around in there, like in these empty skulls in the past. And the leadership, and unfortunately, the people keep voting for that. And then when you exceed deficit, you know, and then they they go and they default on it, they just figure the other states that have some money will, will, will pick up the slack. You know, it's just like insurance companies use so much because you have insurance that people that definitely have Obama. Brian, I'm convinced. I'm convinced this is a serious problem, Brian. And I'm kind of jumping in here too because it seems like Kelly's breaking up a bit. Um, Kelly, you might want to move to a better spot by a window or something or whatever. You're breaking up a little bit. Um, but this is interesting to me because if you say California defaults on 20 billion of federal government money, and then you say, "Hey, um, you know what? They're uh, running a deficit of 68 billion. They're literally underwater, big time in the state of California." And then um, the United States has been downgraded, downgraded, downgraded because they continue to kick a can of federal debt down the road and don't do anything about it. They got rid of the debt ceiling so they could spend with oblivion. They got MAGA Mike Johnson in there that was supposed to do something, and he created this nuanced delay, kick the can down the road plan, too. Um, this is going to start to take a toll, though. California literally has, what, 40 million citizens? It's literally a, a, a t- more than a tenth of our country. Probably, what, 15% of the whole nation is in California alone. So you, you look at this, I don't know the exact numbers in front of me, but 40 million, if it was one-tenth, it would be 400 million. It's more than that because we don't have 400 million people. Okay, so uh, you look at this and you go, what other states are underwater just as bad? I doubt Illinois is doing much better. I doubt Michigan or New York or some of these other states are doing any better. Now, maybe they haven't defaulted yet. Time will tell. Uh, but this is a, you're seeing a absolute behind the scenes because no one's talking about it but us really destruction of the economy on all levels and all these credit ratings that get devalued and reduced and all these warnings and uh, uh, the longer they're ignored the worse this crash is going to get brian well that's right and i think there you know some of the ripple effect is happening already there's other states that are that are in in have issues as well uh you know and 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 that's it it's the reckless abandon of just spending to spend to spend and i think other countries are seeing the fact i mean germany's saying hey we want our gold we want something we want we're not going to let our gold just be held by your federal reserve 
Bank in New York, we get, get it to us because they're, you know, and, and the debt just continues to ravage countries aren't don't want to trade. We've already we're already reading the fact that they're not trading anymore in the dollar. So that de-dollarization um, is happening. So there's all these things that are going on, and, and like we talked about before, we talked about the fact of you'll you'll have you'll own nothing, uh, and and because you can't afford it or, or whatever, well that's right. Well you're bankrupt, so they're just going to take it. So you you won't have a house, you won't have you'll own nothing and be happy about it, I guess. And getting this line over here to get your food stamps and whatever, it seems like that's kind of what their agenda is to just suppress us as people. Well, you could go ahead and buy now and pay later and sign up for a um, an XM radio subscription that you can probably never cancel if you wanted to for Christmas. Um, you know, you could do that, Kelly. What do you think of that idea? Just give everybody Christmas presents they can never end. I love it. And that's what it you know. I mean, it happens to Rome, but we don't get to choose what time we get to live that consequences of it, you know. And you can say the emperor has no clothes, but you can only do that so much. Uh, I don't even know how to respond to all this in the news that I see, <laughs> but let's finish on California, because I told you they're underwater. Uh, um, I don't even know how to relate this story, but I'm just going to use the joke. They're underwater. Headline says this now, California okays drinking water. Um, but drinking recycled wastewater. Yeah, it'll be treated for all pathogens and viruses before reaching your tap, just so you know. Um, I guess uh, California becomes the second U.S. state behind Colorado that's doing this now. They're literally allowing agencies to take wastewater and, quote, turn it into tap water. Um, They say it's a way to deal with adapting. To the drought conditions they're facing, they say this is necessary. Now, this um, the naysayers or opponents uh, uh, about this in the 90s were against it, saying this is crazy. They called it toilet to tap, and nobody wanted toilet to tap plans. <laughs> but they say advances in water purification technology have emerged, plus opposition has softened because of global warming. You got to do something. So now we're ready to go ahead and just recycle this water. And do you trust your government to take your wastewater and turn it into your drinking water uh, or your potable, whatever? That's the term they use for uh, water that you can safely consume. It's called potable, right? Kelly, are you, are you cool with this? Uh, you know, I asked the soldiers, the Marines that were at Camp Lejeune, how that worked out for them, you know. And they trusted the government to take care of them for years and years and years and other research. So eh, probably not. Everybody's going to end up with dysentery and stuff like this. And they'll be like, oh, man, yeah, sorry. We had a little blip in the system there. And it didn't um, purify like we thought it would. Or, you know, this opens ourselves up to all kinds of serious, serious, serious uh, repercussions, uh, in my opinion. Um, Eldon, I, I, I'm not comfortable with this at all, but now it's two states, California and Colorado. That's a lot of the country already. Well, we can make uh, lots of jokes about the government has already been feeding us crap. And so now <laughs> they want us to drink it. Uh, 
I, I don't think that's going to work out very well, is it? Uh, we look at, you know, trust the government, the experts on uh, this, uh, this shot, and uh, it's safe and effective. Well, now they're going to argue that um, recycling what is euphemistically called waste water. Oh, that's nice. Waste water, and you can drink it, and it's safe, safe and effective. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Yeah, but don't waste it, because man, that water's precious, uh, precious commodity there, Brian. Yeah, and you'll drink. You'll it's wastewater, and you'll drink it, and you'll like it. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> crazy. My 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 uh, thoughts are: we need to go back to God, family, and, and try to have you know create a better society uh, without all this reckless abandon going on. So we don't pray for rain. What we do is we just work on a on an improved treatment plant, and then we're right. all in debt so far we can't see straight. We're all underwater. So I guess right. it doesn't matter anyway. Now they're literally trying to have data centers underwater, and they're trying to have people live underwater in pods now, too. That's awesome, Sam. They're going to be right. Because well, if you live underwater, you don't have to worry about heating and cooling. It's the same temperature all the time. That's awesome. Uh, I love it. Well, there's somewhere here. In northern Utah, water is coming out yellow, and they're telling people, oh, we don't know what's causing that, but don't worry. It's safe to drink. Go ahead and drink it. And it's, it's yellow, gold. and it's like it's, it's, it's gold probably, in the water. It's probably, it's probably iron from rotting pipes, but they're like, it's okay. Go ahead and drink it, but it's yellow. They'll call it gold, Kelly. They're going to call it gold. You've got gold in your water. That's minerals you need. There, there yeah, used to yeah. be this joke that you know, don't Yellow tell me water. Don't tell me it's raining and be peeing on me, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What on no, earth no, is happening? For, for real, ladies and gentlemen, I care about this blessed country we live in. We live in the greatest place on the earth, but man, we have got to start to stick together and stand up for common sense, decency. We've got to have a moral and a religious people, and there is no other way honest money is one of the grand keys to the exercise as well if you can't have honest money in other words no honesty in your transactions what can you expect to have honesty in may i ask you that question rustquentingift.com is your partner in the business and they'll tell you to take possession of your medals that is one great christmas gift rustquentingift.com thank you gentlemen we're flat out of time hour one of the can hour two coming up god save the republic of the united states of america and merry christmas <laughs>